Welcome to the Professor and the Drunk. This week I'll be your professor. And I'll be your drunk. How you been doing lately, drunk? I've been fine. One step at a time. What about you? How you been? Uh, you know, I've been pretty good. I've actually started writing my autobiography. Okay. Do, do you want to hear an excerpt from it? Sure. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So, <clears throat> it all began what at the heck? age of 14 when I was born without a face. Oh, my God. My father, absent for business, of course. <clears throat> my mother having to watch from the sidelines as her little boy became a man. Oh my God. It was a grisly affair, let me assure you. Many knives, many blades, much blood. Mm. That's all I got so far. Okay. <clears throat> Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's very intense. I know, right? My life is intense, apparently. <laughs> I would love to hear more rather than a paragraph. <laughs> uh, maybe later, maybe later. That's just all I want to say out loud in public right now. Okay. <laughs> Coming out soon in good stores everywhere. Yeah, I'm still working on the title, though. The one I have so far is The Life of the Professor, a soap opera. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> wow. All right, but for real, <clears throat> do you want? Moving away from that joke, do you wanna? Do you want me to summarize what the news cycle has been like lately? Yeah, go ahead. Murderer who got caught committing murder on video is found guilty of murder. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> he was caught. I mean, he was finally convicted. Finally, it took flipping forever for that to happen. But I don't know why. I was kind of scared. I thought it wasn't going to happen. It's been. It's weird. I thought it really was. I thought they were going to be like guilty, not guilty, yeah. not guilty. <laughs> right. I actually found out it really doesn't matter that all three are guilty. No. Because in Minnesota, how they do the um, charging or the serving time is that he can serve it all consecutively. So if like the largest period is 12 years, the four and eight still count during those 12 years. So he just has to serve 12 total. Are you fucking... Are you, are you serious? <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, I could be entirely wrong on that, that, but that's what I've been told so far and that's what I've been looking into. That's crazy. You know, that makes me... You better not just get 12 years. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and that's assuming, like, you know, he doesn't get released for parole for good behavior, like, halfway through a sentence. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that earlier today. I had said that. I was like, you know, if, let's say he got, like, 20 years, right? I was like, that 20 years can quickly turn to, like, 15, 10, maybe lower than that because of parole. Yeah. Like, him just getting parole, and then he'll be out, which they're probably going to do because he is a police officer. And one thing that people don't, what people in prison don't like, they don't like pedophiles, they don't like rapists, and they don't like cops. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, if they, they do just let him out in public like that, yeah, he's probably going to die. Yeah, probably. He's probably going to get his ass beat every day. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, they're going, to try, they're going to try to kill him. And then, you know, there's solitary confinement. They could put him in solitary confinement so he can go batshit crazy. Talking about, we're trying to protect you. At this point, just put me out in the world. <laughs> just put me out there to die. <laughs> right. So, well, it finally happened. I made a joke um, last night, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah. You know, Biden came in there. He said, I'm not playing around. I said, because in the situation, I was like, um, what did I say? I was like, oh, you know, every before Biden had came in and stuff, everybody was all quiet about it. Like, I don't even know what to say. And then he came in and said, nope, we're going to make this trial happen now. Now they're over here talking about Breonna Taylor's trial and how that's going to come up. Right. You actually, you told me you wanted to say something about that. What? Um. Oh, yeah. I finally, I so I was not kept up to date. I just, I mean, I knew Breonna Taylor, but I didn't know the whole story behind it. I finally figured out, I finally heard the whole story behind it, and the whole time I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. the whole time, I'm like, God, what? God, what? What <laughs> keeps saying is, what? <laughs> like, how did that happen? So, for those who don't know how it all was going down, basically. Such as me. 
Oh, you you said what? I don't know. You don't know? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is gonna blow your fucking mind. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're gonna. You, I'm telling you. Okay, so basically, what happened is, um, there was this dude, quote unquote, like a drug lord, or whatever, someone who's really heavy into drugs, and they tried to raid this dude's like drug house or whatever trap house or whatever you call yeah. it, and. Um, this is what I was told, but, um, yeah, they were trying to raid his trap house and they found them. And then they told these, the people there, like, tell me where this dude is or, you know, all y'all going to get punished. So one of them said, oh, nah, his girl though, Brianna, this, this and that. Yeah. She, she might know where he is, his girl. That's basically how it went down. That's what they said that went down. Okay. So somehow Brianna Taylor got mentioned when they were looking for him. So they searched up Brianna Taylor and they found her address. Yes. Now, this they knew this, but this was the dude they were looking for was was Brianna Taylor's ex, ex boyfriend. Gotcha. So what the cops were like, okay, so we're going. We have Brianna Taylor's address, so we're going to raid her apartment and get this dude and bring him home. Okay. Right. But the problem with this is, one, it was her ex. Yes. They've been broken up for over a year. Oh. <laughs> okay. So um, the cops had came into the apartment complex and they had banged on the door. They claimed they announced themselves. However, their neighbors, Rihanna Taylor's neighbors, the people next to them, above them, all that, no one said they heard anybody yell out, it's the police. Right. They said they had no clue. They said, actually, their neighbors said they, neighbors had called the police on the police because they didn't know it was the police. Oh, okay. <laughs> so reports have like calling like, oh my gosh, I think somebody's shooting up my neighbor's house, my neighbor's place because they didn't know it was the police. Right. So basically what happens is they were knocking on Brianna Taylor's door. They It was dead in the middle of the night. They knocked on the door. They were trying to get through, and then they banged the door open. But the um, Brianna Taylor has a boyfriend. He has a clean record. He yep. has license to carry, register, all that. Yeah. So automatically, out of instinct, he woke up and was like, babe, stay right here. Um, I'm going to go figure out who this is. So he pulled out his gun. Of course, that's what you do. Somebody, you think somebody's breaking in your house. Yeah, no, of course. Like, that's understandable. He pulled out his gun and he said he went ahead, he hid low and he shot his gun and it actually ended up, it ended up shooting a police officer in the leg. Right. So automatically, all the police officers like shot. Deadly force, yeah. Yes, they shot at him. Brianna Taylor was in the hallway and her boyfriend was trying to grab her to get down, but I guess out of shock, she didn't move. Right. They said they, un, I think it was 48 bullets that went through that apartment. I, for some reason, I feel like that number is one I've heard a lot, yeah. Yeah, 48 bullets went through that apartment. I think it was 12 or 16 bullets that went through her body. God. Yeah. And mind you, what killed her was the 16th bullet and I think the 12th bullet or something. One went through her head and one right. went through her chest where the... Um, what are they called? Pathologists, that's what they are. Yeah. He said that's what killed her. And she said if it wasn't the one that went through the head, it was the one that went through the chest. Right. So, mind you, all this is happening, and the boyfriend gets up, he runs out the door, and he's freaked out. Like he don't know what's going on. He's calling his mom, he's running out the door. He says, as soon as he goes out downstairs out the door, there's a SWAT team. There's police officers. There's like 12 dogs lined up. That might have been an exaggerated number. But he said there's like dogs lined up looking like they're ready to have their last meal. He right. said he was scared out of his mind. They told him, get on the floor, put your hands up, da, da, and we won't let go of these dogs. They took him. He Now, mind, he had no clothes on. I think all he had was drawers on or some pants on. Right. They took him, no shoes, and they walked him. He said they walked him a mile up the street to a cop car and then finally arrested him. He had cuts and bruises on his feet because imagine. of that crap. Yeah. And he was um, testifying in court, and he was like, they were like, you didn't know they were police? He's like, if I knew they were police, none of this would have happened. Right. He said, I would have never shot my gun. He was like, if none of them were police... I probably would have just, if he said, if I had known they were police, he's like, I would have just answered the door and let them raid the place looking for the dude. Yeah, exactly. He's like, Brianna would still be alive. They brutally fucked up her body. Like, yes. they killed her. T- 
terribly. Yeah. They found bullets everywhere all over her. Yeah. So that's why it was like, now mind you, it's um they had to get them off the task to go find the pe- person they were actually looking for. And you know what else was crazy about this? All their cameras were off. There was like seven officers. All their cameras were off. Nobody was recording that night. I wonder why. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why I was sitting there. And um friend was like, oh, my gosh. Like, why weren't their cameras on? I said, you know what happened? They sat there and they said, all right, everybody turn their cameras off. We won't because we got to make ourselves known. But if we but if it's not recorded, they're not going to know. So we're just going to bust in there, take the drug dude, and nobody going to ask any questions because we saved the day. Yep. That's basically what happened. They yep. thought they could get away with it. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of people call for like, they shouldn't have that much control over their cameras, and I honestly agree. Oh, yeah, they shouldn't be able to take that shit off at all unless they break it with their own foot. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. I heard that story, and I said, are you serious? I was like, that was so stupid. I said, now all of them, their badges been taken away. I think they're suspended. I think they're waiting on trial. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, one person, the two people, there was two officers that um, took out the most on rounds. There was one officer that was like, he said he kept shooting until his whole thing was empty. His clip, yeah. Yeah, and then there was another officer who was like, yeah, I just kept shooting. He was like, but... I think he only took half of his stuff. And so them two are the ones who were getting prosecuted for her um, death. Yeah, I can see that. And also, I just want to remark on, like, how insane it is that, like, I don't know if it's, like, factual, but, like, you you said the man said, they literally said, follow our orders and we won't let the dogs go. Yeah. Like, and I, we, I don't, it's very easy. You can look it up online. You can see what police dogs are trained to do. That would be a death sentence right there. Oh, yeah. They would have killed him. You talking about this more than one dog? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. When I heard, like, the dude sounded, like, scared. Like, now there was a a therapist who went on there and testified, like, yeah, this dude is fucked up. No, I can imagine. Like, he's mentally, he has PTSD. He has this. He has that. He's just, like, he's fucked up. I mean, you just watched your girlfriend, like, get shot up. And then immediately get turned around and told, hey, do what we say or else you're going to be the same. Exactly. They actually had a witness that um, this dude for who was on top of Breonna Taylor's apartment. Right. Um, he said he was heading down the stairs because he forgot something in his car or something. He's like, he's just moseying downstairs. He said, out of nowhere, like a blink of an eye, a gun is in his face. And he's just like, go back upstairs. And he's just like. Okay. And he starts yeah. running back upstairs and he shuts the door. He said, there's police. Apparently, they were the only one who knew there were police out there. But they asked them. They said, okay, you knew that. Did you ever hear them announce themselves? They said, no. That's like, does an iron in my face count? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like the, only reason, the only reason why I knew there was cops there is because he put a gun in my face. He's like, and I'm a little traumatized from that now. He's like, that's the only reason why I knew they were there is because he literally put a gun in my face and said, go back upstairs now. And like the neighbors next to them said, I ain't never here. So, but all the officers say, no, no, we did. We did announce ourselves. Like, I don't know. Maybe I honestly, if I was a judge, I would rather trust the two neighbors next to her. Right. Above her. Cause I would have heard that. If I heard somebody yell right now, I could hear it upstairs. Police open the door. I would have been like, what the fuck is going on next door? Right. You got to be loud as crap to say that crap. No, you do. Yeah, the only time they call the cops is because they heard shooting. Mm-hmm. So how you calling the cops on the cops if you never announced yourself? Yeah, exactly. He called, the, the boyfriend called the cops. Yeah, no. Yeah, you said that earlier. Yeah, like, he said, why would I call the cops on <laughs> the cops? Yeah, it's like, why would I be calling you if I knew it was you? Exactly. What, I, what an extra death sentence? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like, what the fuck? But yeah, that that was the story behind that. It's, just, it's like, it's like, what the what? Like, every single time you want to say, What? What? Right. No, that's crazy. Yeah, I had not heard most of that. Yeah, it was so stupid. People, I understand why the families are going so hard. She did not deserve to die that day. She had no, a clean record. Everything was clean. Like, even the boyfriends were clean. They were literally innocent of everything. Right. And they still charged the boyfriend for shooting the cop in the leg. Because the cop testified saying, he put my life in danger. I mean, while technically true, it's self-defense. Yeah, who are you telling? <laughs> what? <laughs> he still charged the boyfriend. Said, Listen, I still got to charge you for shooting the cop because the cops out there cried on the bench talking about, I can't walk for six months. Oh, yeah. So, poor thing. Can't walk for six months. I know, right? It's so awful for him. Oh, yeah. Poor thing. I feel bad for him. <laughs> should make a GoFundMe account. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, so I can't wait for that trial to come up. That's going to be very interesting. Yep, that's going to... Well, uh, but I was actually at work when the Chauvin trial was going on. Mm-hmm. And someone sent me a link to a post. And it was like a dude who he would post it. He was like, I live just down the street from where Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. And he said, I can't remember. There, he said something else. And then the final line was, and I asked my friend, I was like, we like a lot of people say these lines, but like, is there anything more powerful than this one specific line? And it's always the world is watching. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more powerful than hearing that. No, for real. <laughs> and they are watching. It's crazy. Yeah, thing no, one hundred percent. People from different countries are watching. Yeah, like they weren't they also rioting people in different countries as well for that crap. Uh, I, I think don't know about riots, but I do know like protests. Yeah, protests. That's what too. I meant. Protests. They were, yeah. I mean that's crazy. I I watched for the first time. I watched a video of Joy Flo- George Floyd's um, arrest, his whole situation, on how he died, and I just said to myself, "Wow!" Like there was a so there was an officer that was actually like on him, and then there was the apparently there was like three officers on him. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Um, but there was an officer who caused him to die. Yes, there was the one on his neck. There was one holding his arms down, I believe. One his arm and then holding his legs. Yeah, the other yeah. one holding his legs. And then there was an officer who was trying to get the people who were the person, because there was a lady that recorded the whole thing, who was trying to get the lady and everybody around her to calm down. Yeah. There was a girl there that was a firefighter. Mm -hmm. She was on the other side with the lady who was recording and everything, and she had testified, and she said, I am a firefighter. She's like, I can tell when someone loses consciousness. Yeah. She's like... If he had just listened to me and believed me, because they were like, so what were you going to do if they believed you that you were a firefighter? She's like, I would have. She's like, I could have done something. She's like, anything. They weren't listening. Right. You had his, you, I mean, I literally looked and I said, his knee is literally on his neck. Yeah. No, you can watch the video and see it. Yeah, that's crazy. And you can watch him struggling and just give up. People just like, bro, he's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't see that. Like, right. he's not moving. And then uh, they announced him dead at the at the hospital. Yep. But I at first I was like, why did they announce him dead at the hospital if he was dead anyways? But apparently, if you don't have a pulse, you have a certain amount of time to bring it back. Yeah, no, it's a very small window, but there is a window. Yeah, but apparently the um, ambulance was taking their sweet baby time to get to the hospital. Always. They never had their lights on or mm-hmm. sirens. I didn't know that. I didn't why? know that either, actually. Yeah, really. I found that out yesterday. I was like, what? They didn't have no lights on, no sirens. I think, and there was a conspiracy theory. That's they were like, yeah, that's because they knew he was dead, and they were just trying to humor it. Yep, they were humoring the situation. I can see that. Yeah. So, well, I think that's our politically motivated rant for the yeah. week. <laughs> that was the last of. Oh, one more thing. Oh yeah. Just after the trial, another. <laughs> So stupid. Another situation with Dow that's going to go to trial as well. Really? I haven't heard anything. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so there's this 15-year-old foster kid girl, and she, uh, I think her name was Makaya Bryant. Right. And she ended up getting in an altercation. She used a knife to defend herself. Right. Somebody had called the cops. The cops came. No, she called the cops. Right. So she called the cops. The cops came. She had dropped the knife by the time the cops got there. As mm-hmm. soon as they seen her drop the knife... Four shots to her chest. Right. And people were around them. Like, some lady said it. I remember watching somebody had went live yesterday. This happened yesterday. Somebody went live yesterday and during the scene and was just like, why the fuck you shoot her? Right. <laughs> he's just like, what the fuck was that? And he was like, everybody calm down. He was just like, you calm down. You don't want to shoot 15-year-olds. Like, what the fuck? Right. And so now it's another situation. No, that's crazy. I haven't heard about that one yet. Yeah, this one literally happened yesterday. That's probably why I haven't heard about it. I've been busy all day. Yeah. (laughs) I heard about this shit. I said, God dang, they just don't stop. Right. So that was the last of our cops keep fucking up. For now, anyway. Yeah. But that's the last of it for today for us. Yeah, until they keep fucking up. Yeah, exactly. But uh, moving away from that, how about we talk about something... In the legal system, that is just a wholly made me go like, as you say, go what the fuck. <laughs> so we all know, I well, most of us, know, you probably have heard of this, even though you realize you think you haven't, or you have and you don't realize it, about Miss Katie Hill. 
I should say Representative Katie Hill, actually, or former representative. She was a former representative for California. She was the 25th Congressional District for January to November of 2019. Mm-hmm. Is the name ringing any bells, Katie Hill? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so I can't remember exactly how it happened, but there is a news... I don't even want to call it an organization. That's how little of a respect I have for these people. <laughs> uh, well, let's just say I don't know what they actually are, so we're just going to say it's a, a it's a news place. It's, okay. You you we, you know it. Everyone knows it. It's the Daily Mail. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so the Daily Mail, quite some time ago, published Katie Hill's nudes. Okay. Okay. They were given to the Daily Mail by, I'm assuming they found them online or they were given to her, to them by an ex-partner or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they were published without her permission publicly. Do you, what do we call that nowadays? I don't know. Revenge calling? porn. Right, right, right. Oh, right, right, right. Of course. Yeah, exactly. When you share someone's nudes or anything like that of them without their permission of them knowing it is revenge porn. Oh, yeah. So they published it publicly on their, I don't know if it was in the magazine, if it was in a newspaper or whatever, but they did publish it publicly. And they took, Katie Hill took them to court for it, saying this is wrong, you shouldn't have done that, except it's my private photos, even though it was shared publicly. It was shared to you by someone who is not me. You should not have, it should not have been published, point blank. Do we? Do you agree? <laughs> it was definitely a very foul, <laughs> foul play. Definitely right, especially when she has like a political career. How can you not say that's like not someone trying to fuck her up? Oh please, you're in politics. Somebody's always trying to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. Is... No, so they took it to court, and you know how when like a judge or a jury gives a verdict. That verdict is then often used across the legal system for other cases that are very similar to it. Oh, yeah. So uh, Katie Hill's lawyer or defense lawyer, defense, whatever you want to call them, Carrie A. Goldberg tweeted out, this has been about two weeks ago now, actually. Today, my client, Representative Katie Hill, lost against Perverted Daily Mail, a website that Pedals in humiliation and monetizes sexual privacy invasions of women. The judge agreed that Katie's nudes being published, being shared, was protected by free speech. Yeah. 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 And then Katie Hill's own tweet about it says, quote, I sued the Daily Mail for their publication of my non-consensual nude images. Today we lost in court because a judge, not a jury, thinks revenge porn is free speech. This fight has massive implications for any woman who ever wants to run for office, so quitting is not an option. I mean, I would agree with her, though. Yeah, I mean, I agree with her. But even, like, taking it, like, from, like, a woman running for office, taking it down beyond that, like, a woman in any kind of public area, or, like, even a woman just in general who wants to sue a place to have her private images taken down, they can now freely argue, even if they're taken to court and say it's free speech, someone else has already ruled against this, we we want the case to be tossed out. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. It's not the first time a situation like that is always brung down where somebody posted something that, especially nudes, that's like the best way to get to somebody is posting their nudes. Best is an operative term. Well, revenge porn is is hard. It that's is, oh, that's yeah. foul play. It is but I if if I had known her and she said I'm taking this to court, I would have been like, you're not gonna win. No, you're not. Yeah, uh, they are gonna take it to appeals court. I do agree they should have taken it to court if mm-hmm. simply for that that they can keep rising this. Yeah. As long yeah. as they keep proving a case that this is wrong and that the Daily Motion never have done it, they can keep rising it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> up until you know, like Supreme, uh, like a bit like. Ideally, they won't have to get there, but if it does come down to it, in theory, they can get us to Supreme Court. Who the hell posted the nudes? Uh, the Daily Mail, the news publication. I mean, I know, but how did they get it? I'd have to look into that. I have no idea. See, but as I said, she was a politician, so more likely than not, someone personal or someone who used to be personal. Why send it. nudes? You're a, you're a fucking politician, and you're probably, she probably, you know, probably like, what, probably 40, she, 50 something? It was probably it was before she was a politician. Then why do you care? Because 
it still reflects badly and people will still use it to tear her down. I mean, yeah, but come on, you're a politician. Everybody uses everything to tear you down. I mean, think about it. Fucking uh, Biden, he's kissing his son. They use that to tear him down. Like, <laughs> what? They literally use every single thing. They use Obama's birth certificate to tear him down. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah. you're a politician. You should see this stuff coming regardless of his, if um, you take taking news when you're 16 versus when you're 50. I mean, watch... Okay, the other stuff, they can't prevent. Like I said, they you can't prevent the whole kissing your son, um, emails, all that other stuff. But watch what you do. You should not be... Nobody should be sending nudes. No, I don't get why people send nudes. What do you get out of sending fucking nudes? What? I don't... I, come on. Okay, I get it. It's a, it's a night. It makes you feel sexy. Jerk off on the screen. Whatever you want to do. But like, <laughs> I don't see what the point of sending nudes. Somebody send me a nude. I'm like, what's the point of this? Why can't I see you in person? Type of situation. <laughs> I don't, I don't get the whole point of sending nudes. I can have a quick jerk off on the screen. I don't know. Can you? I'd rather just look up porn. <laughs> do it for professionals. Uh, true. I mean, I don't see what the point is. I think it's on her. I mean, it's fucked up what happened. I think it's wrong for what right. happened. But on her part, she should have never been sending nudes in the first place. Or at least doing it in such a secure way that a person can't save it and it'll be instantly destroyed. Or just not do it at all. Or, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying if you do want to like have that choice in your life, at least make sure you're doing it in a way that it will be destroyed upon receiving and they cannot download it. But like Snapchat, nothing's ever destroyed on the internet though. I mean, it is though. You just have to know what you're doing. Oh my God. But like it takes one smart ass that does know what he's doing to find that shit later. Oh, true. Yeah. Like it's not that hard. You just have to find that one person that definitely knows how to do hacking and all that other stuff. Next, you know, he's picking up stuff from Snapchat from about 14 years ago talking about what I found. Right. How did you find that? I put it on the 30 seconds. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, she, listen, how, 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 what's her name again? Katie Hill. Oh my God. If I find out she's like over 50 years old, I'm going to be mad. No, she's, I think she's pretty young. She better be pretty young. Uh, Katie Hill is 33. Yeah, you shouldn't be sending nudes. I understand. Maybe when you're born in 1987, maybe when you hit the 2000s, you thought, you know, because, you know, you got the little digital shit. He's like, oh, you know what I'm talking about, Josh. Spot the Gen Z and spot the millennial. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, like, you know, you start taking videos. You're just like, this is so cool. But think about it like this. When they had the Polaroids, you weren't taking news, were you? Yes, they were. That's even worse. I will bet So that you. So there's no excuse. <laughs> I will literally bet you money even before Polaroids when we still had the big like setup mount cameras that use like flash powder. You will still be able to find nude photos that people shared then. Then there's no excuse. You're 33 years old. Come on. Like she's in her prime right now of politics. Yes. She's at a 33 is like your prime. Like you're like a baby right now in politics. Yeah. You just ruined it for yourself. Sending it moves. Yeah. And they, they helped you. They helped ruin it even more. But the day you sent those nudes, I, how old were those nudes? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Oh my God. If they're from you being a teenager, we'll let it slide. I mean, we might. No one else would though. That's the issue. Yeah. No, it's the dangers of being a politician. I mean, it's the dangers of being like anyone in the public image. Yeah. Like you hear all these horror stories of like, you know, like, even though I don't agree with like influencers or writers or big people, just anyone in the public image, like celebrities, anything. People be like, oh, I found this like forum post when they were like 14 and they're obviously being a dumbass and trolling, but they posted something about a Nazi. They were being a dumbass and trolling. What does it matter now? But it still matters apparently. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. People are so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, and I agree. Like, people are stupid. Like, in an ideal world, we would all be smart enough to go, you know, like, no, oh, I don't want to go on 4chan and post some real goddamn fucked up shit. But we, like, you know, all of us have done something like that at some point. And if you haven't, then I say either you're lying or if you truly haven't, more power to you. You're a better person than I am. What the fuck? What? 
<laughs> so I had searched up Katie Hill, right? And I don't know why, but I said Katie Hill's nudes. You know, oh my I was, god! I was trying to, I was just trying to figure it out. Why the Daily Mail? <laughs> the Daily, it was the Daily Mail that posted the yes. news, right? And they went hard again. They said shocking photos of Congresswoman Katie Hill are reve- are revealed showing off Nazi era tattoo while smoking a bong, a bong. Kissing a female staffer and posting nude on wifey share sites. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't do it. Can't is that, obtain. Hold on. Is that real or is that just them posting as many fucking buzzwords in the title? I have no can? clue, but this this is interesting. Look at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that really her? It looked like her. I don't know. Oh wow. Anyway, and she's I- literally smoking a bong with a little Nazi looking thing. I don't know about the whole kissing a girl part. Oh, yeah, look at that. All right, anyway, moving away from that because now I'm severely uncomfortable. Okay, this has been photoshopped right here. This one was photoshopped. There's no way that wasn't photoshopped. This one was terribly photoshopped. What the fuck? God, people do anything. There's no way that wasn't photoshopped. That one was photoshopped. And then, then they said a Nazi symbol. This was not, that was not a Nazi symbol. <laughs> this. <laughs> Nah, that was see. not a Nazi. They went hard for no reason. They said, nah, because we're going to really get this bitch. Anyway, there was something you wanted to talk about, right? What? Oh, yes. Yeah, you know that one topic you brought this week? Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about... Um, I've been I've been talking about it a lot throughout the week just to get other people's opinions. Yes. Um, 50-50 relationships. I've been hearing this all over the place is that this striked up an uh, interesting conversation. So basically, when talking about 50-50 relationships, in a relationship, should things be 50-50, basically? Okay. Sum it all up. Um, when paying rent, paying bills, you know, stuff like that. There's um, a lot of men have been saying, you know, like, I should be paying the bills. I pay the rent because uh, G Herbo, anybody know who G Herbo is? He's a rapper. Um, and he was, they asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, 50-50 relationship. You know, he's like, I pay all the bills. I can't, I pay the rent. I pay bills, da da because I feel like, you know, if I start doing things 50-50, then she'll start doing things 50-50, like, I don't know, 50-50 pussy or something like that. The fuck? <laughs> like, Hold on. What? what? Exactly. Like, what? Like, he's thinking like that. But then other people were commenting like, yeah, dude, but you're rich. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, some of us don't have the luxury to just go out and pay rent and bills like that. So it's more like, how do you as a person feel like the relationship should go down? Um, yeah, I mean, should it be 50-50 on rent? Like one person, is it still 50-50 if one person pays rent and one person pay bills? Because rent could be like two, $3,000 and bills could only be like 500 bucks. Yeah, I, I can kind of see where that's coming from. But I would also say like in the end, that still comes down to like how, what you, what you and your partner are comfortable with, you know? Yeah. I mean, that always comes, but like, what would you be comfortable with? Don't like, say eh, whatever my partner's like. Me with. personally? Yeah, like. Oh God, do we really want to get into this? Yeah, like and don't say whatever my partner's comfortable really. Come on, what, what would you be comfortable with? What would I be comfortable with? Um, I. It. Okay, I will admit it does depend on like both of our economic statuses. Okay, let's say this is like you, you and your partner are both at your like intended dream status right you and the partner you've had right let's say you're both there where you would want your partner to be and where you would want let's say you're in that world so like, let's say we're both at the ideal job we want we're making like not perfect money but we're making the ideal money yeah of what you want okay uh then at that point i would argue like as far as like bills Food, utilities, like phones, rent or house payments, everything like that. Yeah, 50-50. We can, we're, if they are comfortable with that, that's what I would prefer. Simply because of like, this is a partnership. We both need to be putting in what we need to be getting out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, like luxury items, like if let's say they want a new TV and I don't really care, I'm like, yeah, then I'll pitch in for it because we're both going to use it. But if it's like something specifically luxury for them, like for me, for me, for example, we've talked about I'm into like witchcraft and tarot and stuff. Mm-hmm. If I see this really nice tarot deck that I really want, but it's like upwards of a hundred dollars, I'm gonna buy it myself. Mm-hmm. If I like, because I'm gonna have a little money set aside for my own, like oh, the, the, my hobbies and my projects and stuff. 
and I would hope they would too. Yeah. I'll buy that for myself. I won't ask them for money for it, except anything like that. But like, as far as like anything else goes, I do believe 50-50 in monetarily. When it comes to other things like skill sets or what things that need to be done around the house or anything, that is more of a like, if one of us is good at it, then unless the other person wants to help, more or less we should be expected to do what we're good at around the house, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like bills is basically 50-50. If it's our hobbies, then... I pay for my crap. You pay for your crap. Yes. And that if and like, it's something we if both need, want. Yeah. Like if you need help with it, then talk to me and we can obviously work something out. Like I want you to be happy. I want you to like actually have hobbies and stuff. But if it doesn't, you know, if you don't need it, then go ahead and do what you want with your money. Yeah. I mean, one definitely has to do with also the fact that, you know, having traditional views versus non-traditional views. Yeah. Because, I mean, what's the name he said? They were like, yeah, I mean, if I'm sitting here with the kids... You know, somebody got to watch the kids, then you do all, then you, then you'll bring in all the money. Right. But that also, in some way, I feel like that's a sense of like control by telling your girl, like, hey, you stay home and I'll bring in all the money. You have too much control. Right. No, there is. And like, if like, if it comes out of them, like beginning it by saying that, then I would agree. There is like definitely a level of power play there that maybe you need to like look into. Oh yeah. It's- and I've like, not... Going there. <laughs> we also need to realize there are some relationships that are based purely off of power play like that. Yeah. And not even in the like social sense, but in many other senses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, the best way to figure out how you enjoy, I always say just close your eyes and figure out where you want to be financially. Yeah. But it's, um, I don't know what I would take. Because right now I'm in a situation where it's just our money. Mm-hmm. Me and my partner, it's just our money because we've put ourselves in that situation financially where it's just always our money. Um, we both get to do everything with our money, but that falls into a lot of fucking problems. It does. Because we're trying to, now we got to hold each other accountable wives. Like, who bought this $50? I swear we had $50 in there. It also goes back to you got to let each other know. If let's say you had a joint account, you both use this joint account. That can cause some problems. It, gets, uh, it can. And I would also say definitely keep in mind, like, joint accounts are issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter how you twist and turn it. You and I had a friend once who had a joint account with their spouse and things went downhill. Yeah. And they wanted to back out and suddenly they can't. Yeah. Because it's a joint account. Exactly. All your money is sitting in there. And then, like, you have to hold. You Some people some people say, like, the older, I think the older generation says, you know, it's a good thing to have a joint account. Da, 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 da. But I think about all the problems that come past a joint account. Not yeah. even you wanting to back out. You have to hold each other accountable. So you both have to be mature enough to have these joint accounts. Mm-hmm. Because you think there's, uh, let's do a very low amount. You think there's $150 in there, right? Yeah. Next, you know, you go in there, there's only 100 bucks. Now you try to figure out where the $50 went. Right. But they're trying to figure out where the $50 went too. Nobody nobody remember all the swiping of the cards you both were doing. Right. Not try, trying to figure out, you had it. No, you did it. Nah, nah. Next, you know, you look at the statements. Somebody was buying way too much stuff from the gas station. Yeah. Somebody went to Walmart, went a little crazy real quick, and you're both held accountable for it. So you have to keep each other updated when you go get stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went to go buy a bag of chips yesterday. So that kind of like putting your pride to a side to always have to tell that person, hey, I did a bag of chips yesterday. Oh, out of here. What? I don't know. There's, but the 50 50 stuff, sometimes I think it's needed, sometimes I don't think it is. But in my head, with the whole um, idea, like, oh, you pay bills and I pay rent, that's not fair. No, I don't think it is. I don't think that's fair. Why do you get the lowest amount and I get to starve? <laughs> like it's just how I, like why do I get to pay three thousand dollars a ring? You only pick five hundred dollars a month. Now what if you don't hold your end apart? Yes, we have a place to live, but now I don't have water. Right. I don't have yeah, no, water. and that's why I think it should be like a fifty-fifty on everything. Yeah, but some people would say differently. And that's as I said, it's up to everyone. You, it definitely comes down to like what you and your partner are comfortable with. I think. Sometimes I think any man that just says, you know, I'll pay everything. In That's my a red opinion, flag. I just feel like you're sick. <laughs> That's a 100% red flag. <laughs> you're fucking it's, crazy. It's either they're like way too kind and way too good. 
And as a person who likes to pay for most people, when we like go out and do things, or like when I'm with someone, I like go out of my way to get gifts and pay for them. Yeah, I will admit, even I would. I'm not gonna pay for everything. Yeah, like, like and if you do, either you're like way too fucking nice, and you're gonna let everyone trample over you, or two, you have an issue and you don't realize it, and you're way too controlling, or three, you know you're way too controlling and you have an issue. <laughs> Has to be. I was watching this. Um, this dude had said he was like, "Yeah," but he's like, "I don't know if you call me old school, but you know, I got my girl. I'm gonna pay for everything. She don't gotta do nothing. She can just go stack up her coins, and that's it." And in my head, I'm like, "Wow, you just giving her an easy way to leave you, bruh." Like, <laughs> but then another part of me said, "So," uh, and somebody had responded to him. So you're trying to say I can go broke and she can get rich, right? Just because she got some good, you know, she got that good stuff on her. Like, he's like, that'll make no sense. And he's like, no, maybe I'm old school, but I don't want my girl working. I don't want her doing nothing. I'll put money in her account. All like, I'll even give her access to my account to spend as much as you like. And I'm just sitting here, like, thinking, like, bro, you're setting yourself up for failure. Like, (laughs) you are, but also, like, uh, assuming you put her on your account. But not as like an account holder. It's just like someone with a card. Yeah. That once again goes back into the power play because he can very easily stop and say, "No, you do this, and as soon as you do, I will give you more money." Yeah, he could cut her off so easy. Exactly. Like that's like even if you like, oh, I'll never be like that. You can't say that. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like power corrupts. No matter how you want to look at it, if you have that much power over someone, it truly is only a matter of time until you start fucking with them. Oh, yeah, totally. Especially if they do something you don't like or they start spending more than they should start having. They come home like, I can't. My husband cut me off. Your husband did what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's like, hold on. What was that? Your husband cut you off so you can't go get to McDonald's? Like, that's ridiculous. I don't like the idea of. I don't know if I was if I was a straight female. I don't think I would ever let some man tell me, "Oh yeah, babe, I'll pay for everything. I'll I'll pay rent. I'll pay bills." At one point, you know, a part of me would be like, "Yeah, pay for everything." And then after a while, I'm like, "You're doing too much. I'm living here for free. That means you want something out of me. And what if one day I don't feel like doing it, and you could use that crap against me? Like they'll be like, oh." You know, your job is to cook clean. Right. What if I don't feel like cooking and cleaning? I be having bad days. <laughs> well, you going to get yeah. mad if I bring home Popeyes? Right, yeah. No, I, I do agree with you. There is, It's definitely like a very risky idea. It's very risky. I think any woman to put themselves... Nowadays as well. I think any woman to put themselves in that position or any man to put themselves in that position because nowadays it doesn't fucking matter. Which it doesn't you, matter, no. Which who you're with, right? Yeah. Any man, every woman, even a dog that has put themselves in that position yeah, is like fuck for a setup. Like my dog is like, is is set set himself up. He solely depends on me. Yeah. And all I ask for him is to not chew up shoes and the walls and... And yet he's still pee when I take him out. Like, but he, but I could cut him off anytime. Yeah. You so can. at what point do you just become a dog? That yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, it's just you act so little from them, and then as soon as you mess up, which he does quite often, <laughs> he gets punished for him. And I don't hit my dog like that. Like honestly, I don't. So what his punishments are is I take his toys away. What, taking your credit card away, taking your cards away. Yeah. Um, I like to, I don't know, what do I do? I like, to, okay, I like to shake a water bottle in his face. Yeah. Because for some reason he doesn't like water. Okay, yeah, my dog doesn't like what he hates. My gosh, you see him through, during bath time. Oh he's like, God. I've never seen this dude freak out so hard. He's been like that since he was like seven weeks. He hates oh, okay. water. But um, like, I'll shake a water bottle, I'll be like, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! Like, he start freaking out because he thinks he's about to get a bath. Right. Like, like okay, that's the same way as somebody like I don't know what's a good example like threatening to take something that do something that freaks you out. Yeah, like threatening to do something specifically to make you hurt. Yeah, that you know freaks you out. Like they'll take one of your triggers and use that against you. Right. Like same way. Like what point? When do you become a dog? Just someone you were told to be here, do everything I'm telling you to do. Yeah. And if you don't, I'm cutting you off. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. That is definitely like something you set yourself up for if you get into that situation. Yeah, it's and it happens with a lot of people who are like narcissistic. Yeah. 
And every and like you said, you don't that person don't gotta hit you to be abusive. No, they don't. Abuse is never just hitting. Yeah, they say stuff as simple as, "Why are you yelling?" That starts with that one. Why are you yelling? Yeah. No, you. We were just having a conversation. Now you're yelling. Or it'd be like, "Oh, you want to leave?" <laughs> That's the same thing my mom said when she walked out on me. Right. Of course yeah. you want to leave, like everybody else. What? <laughs> No, I agree with you. And then, like, you know, gaslighting. Like, you you know something happened, and they start pulling out. They're like, no, that didn't happen that way. Yeah. It didn't happen that way. Or, like, they'd be like, I, I think you need to apologize. Really? Because I think you need to apologize for me. <laughs> because you went through my stuff, which is private property, and I told you not to. Because by law, that is my stuff. It's under my name. And you didn't actually you know you're sitting here apologizing. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that whole giving one, I think in a relationship, 50-50 is important because you, if you give one person too much power, it's a wrap. That's why I think about it. In the government, we have checks and balances. Yeah. Let's be honest. Half of the presidents that we have today wouldn't be able to do half of the crap that they were planning on doing. <laughs> we would be in very much more wars than we were intended to be on. Yeah. Like... I mean, this, you got to think like that with this 50-50. You give one person too much power, they, they start to, at one point, they take advantage of it because we're, we're all still growing. Yeah, we're all human. Power corrupts, as I said. I could change it to the evil person tomorrow. Right. You have, <laughs> you know, and then you have people who, like, don't even necessarily realize it's happening. It's just like a mental thing, like uh, sociopaths. Like, because we know psychopaths are like serial killers. They know what they're doing, but they do it anyway. Sociopaths are like the lesser end of that. Mm -hmm. Like sociopaths and psychopaths are both people who have antisocial personality disorder. Sociopaths can tend to learn to be more normal, quote unquote. Like they don't necessarily have that built in moral compass like most of us do. But you can still learn to have that moral compass. But I know know that's wrong. I don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. But if left unchecked. It can very much become a, they just do it anyway without realizing, hey, that's wrong. Yeah. And then they have no remorse for it. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. And <laughs> it's, and at that point, like for people like that, I just feel sorry for them because like oftentimes they don't even realize they're doing it. Yeah. And at that point, I feel sorry for the person it's affecting, but I also feel sorry for them because they like have no way of knowing that they're doing it. Yeah. And some people don't know what's happening to them. Yeah, exactly. But you're trying to figure out why your days are lower than other days. Yeah. He's like, I wonder why. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, relationships, God, you gotta really watch what the hell you're doing. I mean, sometimes, you, and then, like, I think anybody can be narcissistic. No, no, they can be. I think everybody in it, their own little way is. Yes, exactly. It's like, yes, it is a social disorder. Like, it is like when it's left unchecked or if it's like a very bad problem, it is a social disorder. There are a lot of things like that. But everyone in their own little way is conceited. Yeah. Everyone in their own little way has things like that. Yeah. It's just never as, like, bad enough to a point to where it's a medical problem for, like, when it truly is narcissism. But outside of that, we all have things like that. Yeah. And then there's some of us who, I mean, come on, it has to be one. If you have ever sat there and, then you know, acted in the way of nar- being narcissistic and you, you're, like, sitting here listening to this and you're like, oh, shoot, I think I've done that before. Right. No, I'm, oh, my God, I've had that happen to me so many times and not in the best ways. <laughs> Because I have a friend who has described my confidence, like my self-confidence. They said, you have one of two modes. And I was like, what do you mean? And they said, you're either 0% or you're going, I'm greater than God. You have no in-between. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I catch myself doing this shit too. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'll say something and I'll be like, wow, I should have said that. Yeah, no, I get that all the time. Yeah, but you catch yourself in the moment. You're just like, this is the right thing to say. And then you realize that. That was not the right thing to say at no. fucking all. Could have kept my mouth closed for like that five seconds of what I just said. But all would be well. But then, you know, at least we are, as far as society is concerned, you and I are well-adjusted people. So we'll do shit like that. And then we'll let things settle down and be like, hey, look, I know what I did was wrong. I'm so sorry about it. But then you have other people who just won't even do that. Yeah, they They'll don't. do it and then like... Either they'll realize it's wrong, but then still convince themselves it was okay, or they'll just never realize it was wrong. Oh, yeah. Sick. <laughs> it's just pure... It's purity. That's sick, man. It is. It's just... To not... To not realize what you do, that's sick. Yeah. Um, Because I don't, people are so... I feel like sometimes people are just so fucked 
fucked in the head that they don't realize that you sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I just be, <laughs> we, like, we just, what we were in just a situation where you sit there and you just say, oh my God, you sound like a fucking idiot. Like, do you not hear yourself right now? Right. Like, you can't say, I mean, there's several times, but there has been several times where I've sat there and I would just tell people, you can't say that. Oh, why not? What do you mean, why not? <laughs> do you not hear how manipulative that was? Right. Talking about, oh, you left just like everybody else. God damn, what? Right. Like, oh my God, like, why, why would you say that? It was just like, every, oh, you hate me? That's what my mom <laughs> said when she left. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Like, this, oh my God, to use somebody's insecurities, and to use, no, to use your own insecurities to get your way, that's terrible. That's some, that's some serial killer shit. Yeah. Maybe look into that and start taking people to psych wards. I'm trying to talk about anyone specific there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take everybody, take everybody. That's the, use your own security, insecurity to make me feel bad. You tell somebody about how, you know, you were touched as a kid. Be like, ah. or they might punch you in your arm. That's what he did when he touched me. <laughs> it's not funny, but goddamn, no. it's not funny, but goddamn, like that shit right there. That's not funny. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Oh God, people, I hate people, bro. Yeah. Live. Oh dear, I got I got nothing to follow that up with. <laughs> that, was, that went a lot harder than I intended for it to go. It did, but at, but go back to what we were previously talking about. Think about 50-50, and I think that's a very hard conversation It is an extremely hard have. conversation to have, but it, all, it is also a conversation like you need to have if you want to have an okay relationship. You need to be able to be open and have open and honest communication with each other. Yeah, which is so hard to come by. That's hard to do nowadays, to have open and honest. Everybody's always hiding something. Right. It's always something to be hidden within the creases of what's really happening. You're sitting there, and you're just... Like, yeah, yeah, we could totally do that. Well, why didn't you tell me you had depth? <laughs> like, yeah, we could totally go 50-50 on rent. Next, you know, I can't. I had to pay. You know, I had the bondsman call me. What do you mean you had the bondsman call me? <laughs> yeah, like, hold on, what? <laughs> you didn't tell me. I thought I could handle it. You know, but they were asking for more. Apparently, there's late fees. <laughs> it's almost as if you're talking about a specific situation. I I'm not. <laughs> but it did sound like I was for a second. It did. I was like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need to talk? <laughs> but that's, no, it's just it's secrets, secrets. Secrets, secrets, secrets. You have some secrets, Professor? I have plenty of secrets. <laughs> you know most of them, but I have plenty of secrets. I think I have secrets. Yeah? I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's my weakest thing. I yeah. can't remember. It's all, that, all that drinking, you just forget. <laughs> it definitely wipes out your memory. <laughs> I, I had someone say, are you an open book? I was like, I think I am, but I think it's because I don't remember half of the shit that be happening to me. Right. <laughs> so. I, know, I know I'm an open book, and you, you can testify to this. Like, I won't meet someone. And within five minutes, I'll be like, so here's my life story. Yeah, take Professor to a bar and you'll know much more about him than you expected. <laughs> Not even that. Like, if you get me in a good setting, I'll just, like, suddenly start opening up. Yeah. People, the bar just makes it, like, accelerate. <laughs> people have had conversations with the professor and they're like, wow, I did not know all of this stuff. But it, it makes you you. And that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I guess so. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting from my perspective because I always feel like I'm like a kind of out there person. And then we have people who don't know me in situations like that who then like see me in those situations and they're like, Wonderful. are you the same person? Yeah, for real. And then I'll be like, yes, that's the same person. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there in the background like, fucking hell, not again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happens to time I act confused? Stops people from asking me too many fucking questions. You know, like a situation breaks down. You got that one person who doesn't know what the hell's going on. So they start asking everybody questions to figure it out. But yeah. everyone at the table. So you ever been, okay, so you ever been in a situation where everybody in the table knows what's going on except this one person? Yeah. Right? And they're so confused. So they start asking everybody questions. So you, you, so being that one person, you have to be very, very like careful who you ask who questions so you got to figure out who's going to open up more 
So in that situation, who are you asking? The person who looks completely confused, the person who looks like they know everything, the actual person, or the person who is straying away from the situation? Who do you ask? In my personal opinion, I would try to ask the person who's like in the middle of it. Like it's obviously the, the situation is with them. But if I can't get anything out of them, I would go next to the person who looks like they know everything. I wouldn't ask the person who looks like they know everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because they're the ones who have the most opinion. Oh, <laughs> who got true. the most judgment to of the opinion. That's true. Like, so now you have a whole different take on the situation. Right. Because they have their opinion laced into that yeah. um, situation. So that's, that's with everyone, though. That's why, you, that's why I personally, I've told you this before as well, there are always three sides to a story. Yeah. And I know most people say there's three sides to a story, A, B, and the truth. No. No. Because A is always true and B is always true. Everyone's reality is different. Yeah. No matter how you twist and turn it. Like, if you have a situation and you have, like, you divide it 50-50 and person A says this is actually what happened and person B says this is actually what happened, that's what happened to both of them. They're both, neither of them are more incorrect or correct than the other because that's how they perceived it. Now, if you are an impartial audience, then yes, you can see an entirely different one, and maybe that is your truth. But for them, in that heated moment where emotions are running high, as far as they're concerned, that is their truth. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell them otherwise, and you shouldn't, honestly. Mm -hmm. So unless you can somehow get that impartial judgment, then there's always three truths, and it just depends on which truth you want to believe. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of the day, I would ask the one that looks confused. True. True. They're the ones who secretly know what's happening, nor do they care enough. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the ones who are like kind of partial enough to be like, yeah, this is what happened. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of each sentence, it's going to be like, I guess that's what, yeah, yeah. sure. Because I'm the one who always looks confused. And I don't say that to be biased. It's just I do that because I know exactly what's going on. No, but yeah, the more I, I look confused, the less likely anyone's going to ask me what's yeah. going on. No, and I know exactly that because you and I, were like, I've noticed that about you. Like something will happen and you'll be sitting there looking like you're in a daze. And then we'll get alone. I'll be like, so. And you're like, oh, my God. So. Because, <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Growing up, I used to hate like where I would know. Okay, so growing up, I've always been the type of person who would know exactly what's going on. And just knew way too much because people constantly would tell me everything. Right. And I would never ask this person to tell me this. And they would constantly tell me. And then I would end up in the middle of the situation getting hit with just bullshit. So I grew like, I don't want to, I guess it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> I can see that. I grew one because I was constantly tired of being in the middle of drama. Right. So I grew one. And now that whenever something happens... I have this mask on of looking completely confused and out in like a whole different world. But however, I know what the hell's going on in front of me. I yeah. see it. Yeah. I form my own opinion of it and everything. I just put this like face on that like somebody looks at me and be like, this bitch don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and so they leave me alone until I can get with the actual party to talk about it. Right. And I could I I shock people because they'll be like, you were paying attention the whole time. Yeah. Like you were over there like dozing off. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I was paying attention the whole fucking time. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was a, I think it's a healthy defense mechanism in no, my I opinion. <laughs> I think I, I had to. So yeah, whenever a situation goes on, he looks over to me and he'd be like, the fuck, she's not paying attention. Next you know we get in the car with each other. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you been listening? Yeah, I was fucking listening. I listened to every single detail. Yeah, no, I originally was like that, but now that I've like been around you for a while, I know <laughs> I just like look over at you to make sure you're still like somewhat paying attention. Like, All right, we'll talk later. <laughs> but anytime something happens, you see me glancing at you. It's not that I'm like making sure you're doing anything. I'm like, is she still here? Yeah, okay, she's she'll talk about it later. <laughs> It's just a perfect defense. I think everyone should have that defense. Make it out. If you ever want people to just like leave you alone in just a like, bad look situation, like you don't know where you're at. Yeah, look like you really just don't know what's going on. Nor do you, because they will least likely come to you. Yeah, they won't even bother to look at you. They'll be like this bitch over here, just minding her own man business. Right. I've had several times people look at me and they're in a situation and they look at me and they're just like, she don't know what's going on. Just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. And it's so peaceful when I hear that. <laughs> it's so peaceful. 
I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, wow. All right, so we are running out of time. So just as the final thing, I haven't done this last few times, but I do want to put it out there. We do have the social media set up now. So I don't have an email, but I do have a Twitter. Twitter. So for the professor recommends, because I haven't done this once or twice now, but I do want to just throw it out there. The professor recommends you go follow us on Twitter. (laughs) No fucking way. (laughs) We are at Professor Drunk, capital P, capital D. At Professor Drunk. We'll be posting like, if you want, you can like tweet us or DM us and be like, hey, this is my thoughts on this topic. Or maybe you'll be mentioned out, shouted out on the episode, be like, hey, they had this really good thought and this is what we think about it. Or if you think you have a topic that you really want to hear us talk about, you know, maybe tweet it to us or send us a DM over there as well. You never know what will happen. And if the professor lets me, I'll be accessed as well to post drunken thoughts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Oh, wait. We also have a TikTok. What's the username? Oh, I got to find it. Oh, my God. Give me like three seconds. <laughs> Okay, it's pro. It's Professor Nd Drunk. All right. No spaces. No um, capitalization. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in for this week's episode. We'll see you again next week. Bye.